Good morning, HFM, good morning, Spotify, good morning, the whole entire world. I am your host this morning on this particular Just touch down in Coachella. Episode. Hey, Southside, where you get all that truth? Today is a good day to me. It's a very good day. Very, very good day. It's Friday, 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 Friday. I think I'm right. Try to keep it always Jesus so on that. Uh, I just uh, touched down in Half a brick of raw hundred of gram, nothing left. Let's get these suburban kids on their level. Better get these artists. My backyard like a resort. Speed another day court. Palm trees in the skyline. Anyway, I'm still talking about this. this and they all mine. I may paint them bitches with some blue. All my niggas trained on top of the And all my bitches trained to pull bitches. And if you snitch a nigga, keep it this. My bedroom look like the same ridge. Freedom in America, I pledge allegiance. My closet looking like it's sex filth. I may buy your girlfriend a gift. Double C's got my closet like a crib I silence these niggas if they keep talking. My face look down like a pimp. You speak, she keep walking. Stealing pills from my plug. Sometimes we speak off the line. Cause I cherish my relationships. Every month I'm at the dealership. Who need a runner when you get his ship? Why do I say that? Why do I call this? Save land and pilot get a tip. Die hard too. You're just a die just hard another dead court. You know that movie with Bruce Willis where he's uh, Palm he's trees in the skyline. Die hard sheep. What is a sheep? Might put X and six on all my tags. Tell Virgil I want all bags. Woolly hair, wearing a beard. Uh, a sheep is something of a creature. My rose truck, white, white, white. I was selling niggas all white, late night, night. Chuck it, put it in a shooter. Take flight, go. Black and white, hit, boom. Safe flight. I just sold out the arena. My mama probably should have seen him. You are she that makes me a father. All smiles that you see are I'm a gangster, what I become. Die hard. I'm in pre having lunch. Comfort call with Rock Nation, 30 million in a month. You need a four for 30, that's a punt. 500 on a watch, that ain't a stunt. Only in the My backyard like a resort. You don't see. He had a young voter in the state. He wants to vote. He wants to vote for Palm uh, trees in the skyline. Everywhere I go, I got the solution to collect. 
John McCain, he insults the, the soldiers. He, he and, and are you serious? In 1994, Joe Biden, I mean, he was with the Democrats. They they had their hands and putting majority black men in prison over some petty petty crime. Why can't you see that just nothing but a power control? President Obama did not really change anything. He didn't. So and these people just like I said, all, all you have to do to be a, a president. You have to be a man, got to be a white man with a family, old as fuck, whatever. Married and, and talk good and, and have a nice suit, have a nice family, a smile. That's it. I mean, people are so, you are so, you are so easy to be persuaded. You just don't see that you're just a diehard sheep. You're just a sheep. You just don't see. They're like, well, well Dre, why are you, are you voting? I'm like, No. Why not? It, it, your vote can really matter. I'm like, no, it cannot, sir. It doesn't. I, I mean, I voted one time in my life. I was like in my late 20s. I voted one time in my life. I tried to vote for um, Hillary Clinton because I believe it's time for a woman to run. But they don't want no woman to run. This is, this is the facts. The facts is they don't want no woman to run. They don't want no, no black man to run as president. They only want a man to run, a white Caucasian descent Man to run the White House. Period. Facts. Well, are you going to vote? I'm like, no. Why should I vote? I'm, I mean, why should I vote? I already see the whole agenda is. People are so, people are show, shows, people show themselves and demonstrate themselves as sheep. Die hard sheep. You just follow behind anything. Whoever, whoever got money, like, like Ice Cube said, when you got, when you got money, you treat it more better. You just these people just want some just want some control, some power. That's that. Oh, I can do this. I will fix this. I will fix that. Shut up. <laughs> I mean, it's just ridiculous. I mean, it's nothing. It's nothing wrong if you feel like your vote, you placing the vote, it, 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 it you think it's going to change anything. Well, go right ahead, but it's not going to change nothing. It's not going to change nothing. It's not. Like I said, the number one thing how to fix. Climate change is to cut back on certain things you put out and in, out into the atmosphere coming from your factories. Number two is to how to fix racism is, let's see, 
uh, uh, let's see. Um, you go around, beat a bunch of white dudes up and feel prejudice, whatever. But the point is, to fix racism is you got to teach your children that you cannot look at color as an issue. As people right now, black, white, whatever, that teach their children to hate. Period. But it's this, it's this, it's just, it's something that I see, something that people do not see. People don't see the bigger picture when it comes to government. Because they govern, they govern over you. They are the pharaohs. But anyway, you, I want to talk more about how you are a, uh, let's see, a diehard sheep. You are basically out amongst the wolves. That's that. This is all, I realize something. The whole entire election, by far, nowadays, today, this coronavirus, all this, Today, it seems like it's nothing but a showcase. It's nothing but a, a tune-in show for ratings. And people don't see that. <clears throat> Donald Trump said when it comes to the, the coronavirus, that young people that get infected with the virus are 99.9999999999999% to recover faster than the old geezer bad. But Donald Trump, people wants to vote for Donald Trump, but don't want to see or really look on television that they expose him of his foolishness and shenanigans because he lied. He was on 60 Minutes. The woman interviewed him, interviewed him on 60 Minutes, and he just got up and threw a old man tantrum and got upset. She said, are you ready for the tough questions? He's like, sure. And at, at the very end of the interview, for like 20 minutes of the interview, whatever... What happened? He got up and just walked away and gave her a big giant, big giant book of nothing. <laughs> I mean, are you serious? See, people follow things like these celebrities, whatever. You're just a sheep. You're just a sheep. But you got to listen to what I put together, what I have. And you determine for yourself. You can do what you want to do. But I'm not voting. I don't, I don't care. I'm not fucking voting. No. Why should I vote? And I place my vote, my vote, who I want, who I think, in my mind, like, oh, I think that person fits to be the candidate, perfect candidate to be the president, and it don't go that way. People tell me all the time, well, your vote will matter. No, it don't matter. This is ridiculous. People are like sheep. Like I said, the blind cannot lead the blind. You're, you're, you're sheep of everything. You just don't see... You just don't, people just don't see what they need to see of the storm is coming. You're just a damn sheep. Just a damn sheep. Technology, I'm going to keep saying it. Technology is about to take over. Artificial intelligence is about to take over. It's about to take over. Look at, think about it. Everything's going virtual. Everything's going virtual. You go to the hospital right now, they say, get on your phone and download, some, download something called My Chart. Either on your Google Play or your, or your iTunes store. To pull up your records of your medical history on an app. Everything is about to be artificial intelligence robot run by robots. They said that in year two, they said that in years 2017. Your people are like sheep. I swear to God, they're like sheep. I send you out as sheep amongst the wolves. Just a damn sheep. Just a damn sheep. Anybody that talks good, anybody got a little money, dress good, have a nice family, and smile and wave. Ooh, see, this, it's ridiculous.
So I have this little thing I have on CNN, how they have young voters, which is you can do what you want to do, but you're still a damn sheep. Um, <clears throat> young voters that are getting out to vote at the age of 18 to 21 saying, I want to vote for Joe Biden. I want to vote for this. You're just a damn sheep, sir. <laughs> so stay tuned. Listen to this. Thank you for tuning in. And today is Friday, of course, October 30th, to the year 2020. Like I said, it's Friday morning and the time is 6.17 a.m. Thank you for tuning in on this early, early morning Anchor FM podcast. Stay tuned. Thank you for tuning in. You can follow Dre Wise on Facebook at Jarrell Lucian. You can follow him on Instagram at Dre Wise, the number seven. You can also send Cash App donations. Lucian Jarrell, the number seven. Thank you. In the world of so many, baby girl, you are that Do you think that your tweets and your name calling are turning people off? No, I think I wouldn't be here if I didn't have social media. Well, but the media is fake. And frankly, if I didn't have social media, I'd have no way of getting out my voice. Do you know what you told me a long time ago when I asked why you keep saying fake yeah. media? Yeah. You said to me, I say that because I need to dis uh, discredit you so that when you say negative things about me, no one will believe you. I don't you. have to discredit you. But that's what you You've told me. You've discredited yourself. You know, I didn't want to have this kind of angry. Of course you did. No, I didn't. Of course you did. No, I didn't. Well, then you brought up a lot of subjects that Well, I said I'm going to ask you tough up. questions. They were inappropriately but brought up right from the beginning. No, your first question was, this is going to be tough questions. Why? You don't ask Joe Biden. I saw your interview with Joe, the interview with I Joe I never Biden. did a Joe it Biden was a interview. Joe, the interview, 60 Minutes. I see Joe Biden giving softball after softball. I've seen all of his interviews. He's never been asked a question that's hard. Okay, but forget him for a minute. No, but you your start with me. Your president. And Excuse me, Leslie, you started with me. Your first statement was, are you ready for tough questions? Are you? That's no way to talk. There's no way to talk. At this point, one of our producers interrupted to advise about the time remaining in the interview. I think we have enough of an interview here, Hope. Okay, that's enough. Let's go. Let's go. In uh, let's go meet for two seconds, okay? Thanks. I'll see you in a little while. Thanks. Be careful. The president is reacting today to his own sister trashing him in recordings secretly made by their niece. He has no Mary Ann Trump Barry, a retired federal judge, shreds her kid brother, the president. The recordings were made by Mary Trump, who just published the scathing book, Too Much and Never Enough. 
how my family created the world's most dangerous man. She said she recorded 15 hours of conversations with the president's older sister in 2018 and 2019. Mary Ann had no idea she was being taped. Donald's out for Donald, period. And now we know Mary Ann was the source of the stunning claim in Mary Trump's book that the president cheated his way into college by having a friend take the SATs for him. doesn't seem too bothered by the tapes, sounding upbeat as he was renominated at the Republican National Convention in North Carolina. I love this state. I like this place. He brushed off his sister's recordings with this tweet. Every day, it's something else. Who cares? White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows is also dismissing the tapes. I mean, what family member tapes another family member for 15 hours secretly? There's been no reaction yet from Mary Ann, who was a no-show Friday at her brother Robert's funeral at the White House, attended by many Trump family members. Trump biographer Gwenda Blair says she's not surprised at Mary Ann's harsh appraisal of her brother. The recording reminded me very closely of the interview I did with Marianne Trump. She was very direct, she was very candid, and she was not, I would say, a huge fan. Everybody together. There's nothing we cannot do if we do it together. We can take this on and we can defeat racism. Vice President, I mean, President Trump, sir. During the Obama biden administration there was tremendous division there was hatred you look at uh, ferguson you look at you go to very many places look at oakland look what happened in oakland look what happened in baltimore look what happened frankly it was more violent than what i'm even seeing now oh, but Lord. the reason this is, is that the democrats that Absolutely run these cities ridiculous. don't want to talk like you about law and order violent and you crime. still haven't mentioned violent are you crime. in favor of law and order i'm in favor of law you follow are you in favor of, of law order. and order go yes, ahead let, let you ask a question let him finish law and order law and order let him law and order with justice where people get treated fairly okay. and the fact of the matter is violent crime went down seven percent, 15 percent in our administration. All right. It's gone up on his watch. Went down he, much more he, he than had, ours. All right. We're, he we're down. You're, Mr. President, you're going to be Mr. President, every record in the Mr. Book. President, you're going to be very happy because we're now going to talk about law and order. Places we had trouble were Democratic-run cities. That's exactly my Democratic question. There has been a dramatic increase in homicides in America this summer particularly, and you often blame that on Democratic mayors and Democratic governors, but in fact there have been equivalent spikes in Republican-led cities like Tulsa and Fort Worth. So the question is, is this really a party issue? I think it's a party issue. You can bring in a couple of examples, but if you look at Chicago, what's going on in Chicago, where 53 people were shot and eight died shot. If you look at New York, where it's going up like nobody's ever seen anything, the numbers are going up 100, 150, 200 percent. Uh, crime. It's, it is cities. crazy what's going on. Republic. And he doesn't want to say law and order because he can't, because he'll lose his radical left supporters. And once he does that, it's over with. But if he ever got to run this country 
and they ran it the way he would want to run it. We would have we would our suburbs would be gone. By the suburbs. way, our suburbs would be gone, and you would see problems like you've he never would seen know before. a suburb unless he took a wrong turn. Oh, I know suburbs. He would not. So much I was better. Better. Go ahead. I was, wait a minute. I was wait. raised in the suburbs. This is not 1950. All these dog whistles and racism don't work anymore. Suburbs are by and large integrated. There are as many people today driving their kids to soccer practice and or to uh, black and white and Hispanic in the same car as there have been any time in, in the past. What's, what really is a threat to the suburbs and their safety is his failure to deal with COVID. They're dying in the suburbs. His failure to deal with the environment. They're being flooded. They're being burned out because okay. his refusal to do anything. That's why the suburbs are in trouble. I, I do want to talk about this issue of law and order, though. And in the joint recommendation that came from the Biden-Bernie Sanders task force, you talked about, quote, reimagining policing. First of all, what does reimagining policing mean, and do you support... It means... Let me, if I might finish the question. What does reimagining policing mean, and do you support the Black Lives Matter uh, call for, uh, for community control of policing? Look, what I support is the police having the opportunity to deal with the problems they face. And I'm, not, I'm totally opposed to defunding the police offices. As a matter of fact, police, local police, the only one defunding in his budget calls for a $400 million cut in local law enforcement assistance. They need more assistance. They need when they show up for a 9-11 call to have someone with them as a psychologist or psychiatrist to keep them from having to use force and be able to talk people down. We have to have community policing like we had before where the officers get to know the people in the communities. That's when crime went down. It didn't go up. It went down. And so we have to be engaged. That's not what they're perfect. talking about, that's, Chris. That's well, not what that, they're talking about. He's talking exactly, about defunding the that, police. That is not true. He doesn't have any what, law what you, support. Look, he has no law enforcement That's support. not true. Almost that's nothing. Not, that, look, oh, really, who do you have? Name one group that supports you. Name one group that came out and supported you. Go look, ahead. Look, think. We have time. We don't have time to do no, anything. No, no. All right. Name right, one folks, law enforcement folks. group. That came well, I think, out and I think gentlemen, I think I'm going to I'm going to take back the moderator's role, and I, want, and I want to get to another subject, which is the issue of protests in many cities that have turned violent. In Portland, Oregon, especially, we had a, more than a hundred straight days of protests, which I think you would agree. You talk about peaceful protests. Many of those turned We're into riots. Mr. Vice President, you say that people who commit crimes should be held accountable. The question I have, though, is as the Democratic nominee, and earlier tonight you said that you are the Democratic Party right now, have you ever called the Democratic mayor of Portland or the Democratic governor of Oregon and said, hey, you got to stop this, bring in the National Guard, do whatever it takes, but you stop the days and months of violence in Portland? I don't hold public office now. I am a former vice president. I've made it clear I've made it clear in my public statements that the violence should be prosecuted. It should be prosecuted. And anyone who commits it but should be prosecuted. But you've never called for the people, uh, the, the leader, excuse me, sir. You have never called for the leaders in Portland and in Oregon to call because and bring they, in the National Guard and knock well, off 100 days of riots. They can, in fact, take care of it if he just stay out of the way. Oh, Look here, oh really? Here, oh, really? Here's the thing. I sent sir, in the no, U.S. Marshals to get the killer no, of a young man in the middle of the street. They shot him. And right. for three Mr. days, President Trump, Trump, Portland wouldn't do anything. I had to send in the U.S. Marshals. They took care of business. Go ahead, and, sir. And by the way, 
You know, his own former spokesperson said, you know, riots and chaos and violence help his cause. That's what this is all about. I don't know who said that. I do. Who? I think Kellyanne Conway. I don't think she said that. She said that. And so here's the the point. The point is that that's what he is keeps trying to rile everything up. He doesn't want to calm things down. Instead of going in and talking to people and saying, let's get everybody together, figure out how to deal with this. What's he do? He just pours gasoline in the fire constantly and every single solitary. Okay, time. And, and to end this button up this segment, I'm going to give you a minute to answer, sir. You have repeatedly well, criticized. Wait, I have to answer his statement. No, you have his repeatedly. Statement. Wait, you have repeat, no, second. you've been talking. You made a forth. statement. I'm asking you. I would love to end it. I would love to end it. You know, if you want to switch seats. We, we could very quickly. We can do that. But I'm, send no, in I'm, the National I'm, Guard. It would be over. There'd be no problem. OK, but, but they don't want to accept the National Guard. You have repeatedly we, criticized the, the vice president for not specifically calling out Antifa and other left wing extremist right. groups. But are you willing tonight to condemn white supremacists and militia groups sure. and to say that they need to stand down and not add to the violence in a number of these cities, as we saw in Kenosha and as we've seen in Portland. Sure, Are you I'm prepared to, to specifically do, do it? Well, I, would ahead, say, I would say almost everything I see is from the left wing. Not from the right. So way. what are you? What are you, you? What are you saying? I'm, I'm willing to do anything. I want to see well, peace. Then do it, sir. Say I'm, it. Do it. Say it. You want to call them? What do you want to call them? Give me a name. Give me a white name. Supremacists and right like me to condemn? Proud Stand back and stand by. But I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, somebody's got to do something about Antifa and the left, because this is not a right his wing own, problem. This is, this is a left wing. This is a left wing supremacist. Antifa is an idea, not an organization. Oh, you got it. Not malicious. That's what okay. his tonight. FBI. His okay. FBI director Gentlemen, said. Well, we're then gonna, you know what? No, 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 we're done, we're done, sir. Everybody, we're moving on to the next. We're moving on to the next. That's not an idea. Everybody Antifa in your administration tells you the truth is a, has a bad idea. Can I tell you what? You have no idea. Antifa. Antifa is a dangerous radical All right, gentlemen, we're now moving on to the Trump and, and Biden records. They'll overthrow you. When a president, I'm going to ask a question. When the president seeks a second term, it is generally a referendum on his record. But Vice President Biden, you like to quote one of your dad's sayings, which is don't compare me to the almighty, compare me to the alternative. And in this case, sir, you are the alternative. Looking at both of your records, I'm going to ask each of you, why should voters elect you president over your opponent in this segment? President Trump, you go first two minutes. Because there has never been an administration or president who has done more than I've done in a period of three and a half years. And that's despite the impeachment hoax. And you saw what happened today with Hillary Clinton, where it was a whole big con job. But despite going through all of these things where I had to fight both flanks and behind me and and above, there has never been an administration that's done what I've done. The greatest before COVID came in, the greatest economy in history, lowest unemployment numbers. Everything was good. Everything was going. And by the way, There was unity going to happen. People were calling me for the first time in years. They were calling and they were saying it's time maybe. And then what happened? We got hit. But now we're building it back up again. A rebuilding of the military, including Space Force and all of the other things. 
a, a fixing of the, the VA, which was a mess under him. 308,000 people died because they didn't have proper health care. He, he was a mess. And we now got a 91% approval rating at the VA, our vets. We take care of our vets. But we've rebuilt our military. The job that we've done, and, and I'll tell you something, some people say maybe the most important. By the end of the first term, I'll have approximately 300 federal judges and court of appeals judges, 300, and hopefully three great Supreme Court judges, justices. That is a record, the likes of which very few people. And you know one of the reasons I'll have so many judges? Because President Obama and him left me 128 judges to fill. When you leave office, you don't leave any judges. That's like you just don't do that. They left 128 openings. And if I were a member of his party, because they have a little different philosophy, I'd say if you left us 128 openings, you can't be a good president. You can't be a good vice president. But I want to thank you because it gives us almost it'll probably be above that number by the end of this term. I'm sorry. 300 judges. It's a record. Looking at both your records, why should voters elect you president as opposed to President Under Trump? You have two minutes uninterrupted. Under this president, we become weaker, sicker, poorer, more divided, and more violent. When I was vice president, we inherited a recession. I was asked to fix it. I did. We left him a booming economy, and he caused a recession with regard to being weaker. The fact is that I've gone head to head with Putin and made it clear to him we're not going to take any of his stuff. He's Putin's puppy. He still refuses to even say anything to Putin about the bounty on the heads of American soldiers. Your son got no, no, no. million dollars. Mr. And Mr. by the way, Mr. President, my son. Mr. Wait a minute. Mr. President, your campaign agreed to both sides would get two minute answers uninterrupted. Well, your, your side agreed to it. And. Why don't you observe what your campaign agreed to as a ground rule, okay, sir? He never keeps his word. Can you add no, back, sir? No, no I'm not asking. I, that was a rhetorical question. Can you Go add ahead, back sir. 30 seconds? Yeah, okay. Yes, okay. you may have. All right. Go ahead. So, thirdly, we're poor. The billionaires have gotten much, much more wealthy by a tune of over four, three to $400 billion more just since COVID. You in the home, you got less. You're in more trouble than you were before. In terms of being more violent, when we were in office, there were 15% less violence in America than there is today. He's president of the United States. It's on his watch. And with regard to more divided, the nation can't stay divided. We can't be this way. And speaking of my son, the way you talk about the military, the way you talk about them being losers and being and, 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 and just being suckers, my son was in Iraq. He spent a year there. He got the, he got the Bronze Star. He got the Conspicuous Service Medal. He was not a loser. He was a patriot. And the people left behind okay. there were heroes. Really? And I resent Are you talking like about Hunter? Hell. Are you talking about I'm Hunter? talking about my son, Bo Biden. You're talking about I don't about know. Bill. I don't know, Bo. I know Hunter. Yeah, Hunter, you know, got well. thrown, Hunter got thrown out of the military. He was thrown out, dishonorably discharged. That's not true. For it wasn't cocaine use. And he didn't have a job until you became vice president. Once you None became of that vice president, he made a fortune in Ukraine, in China, in Moscow, that is simply and various not other places. True. He my made son, a fortune. Gentlemen, my son. And he didn't have a job. My son, like a lot of people, like a lot of people we know at home, had a drug problem. 
He's overtaken it. He's 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 fixed it. He's worked on it, and I'm proud of him. But why was he giving tens son. of millions? All right, of but he wasn't giving right, tens of millions. Up. That is totally that's been totally. Thank you for tuning in. You can follow Dre Wise on Facebook at Jarrell Lucian. You can follow him on Instagram at Dre Wise the number seven. You can also send cash app donations. Lucian Jarrell the number seven. Thank you. In the world of so many. So young Americans are energized and highly engaged in this election. More than one million voters age 18 to 21 have cast their ballots early, according to one data company. CNN's Dana Bash has more on what's driving these numbers. University of Virginia sophomore Libby Klinger is up early on a Saturday, ready to roll. These people will probably be home now. Joining fellow campus Republicans to get out the vote. There is a lot of enthusiasm among uh, young conservatives to vote, um, especially in this critical year um, with everything that's been going on with the pandemic. Oh, We're out here canvassing today. So. They're the diehards, yeah. but still say everyone they know is voting. People are really starting to um, recognize just all of the different um, chaos within the political climate right now, that voting is the only real say that we can have. UVA Democrats are driving people to the polls. Hunter Hess waited with Maeve Connick for over an hour to cast an early vote. We've been doing it a lot, especially with first year students who like don't know the voting process very well. I don't know if I know anyone, like any of my personal friends who haven't voted already. On the lawn, these students say voting is trendy. Like people on social media, they'll like post pictures of them and their ballot, them and their I voted sticker. So it's almost like um, you feel a little pressure to vote. Yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Young voters are a crucial part of the electorate and are already making up a large share of early voting across 14 key states compared to 2016. In Wisconsin, early voting among young people is up from where it was in 2016, and both parties are working it. We've seen an increase in the number of people asking questions about how to get registered to vote and trying to get registered to vote. The share of the youth vote is almost double what it was this time four years ago in Florida. Welcome to the FSU and FAMU College Democrats. College students here and across the pandemic-stricken country largely organized virtually. Youth turnout broke records in 2018, and researchers at Tisch College's Circle at Tufts University <laughs> say protests across the country help keep the surge going. We found that young people who were marching and demonstrating not only were more likely to be registering people to vote, but were much more likely to be talking to other young people about the election and issues that they care about. Democrats say that's the climate crisis and racial justice, Republicans, the economy and jobs. The Biden Biden campaign motto is to reach young people where they are, launching Biden-Harris designs for players on the popular Nintendo game Animal Crossing. <laughs> Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez gaming on the social media platform Twitch. Oh, snap. Joe Biden talking to Cardi B. Even if my pop wins. And his granddaughters with young influencers like Kaya Gerber and Maddie Ziegler. The Trump campaign says their best influencers are regular young people reaching out to friends, like in a March Madness style competition called MAGA Madness. Particularly right now, they're online, especially in this environment that we're in. So. Leaning into digital platforms is the best way we can reach young voters. I don't know if it's because the pandemic has reduced the number of activities that we can do that everyone's like, 
turn their attention. Yeah, like there's fewer sports to follow. So this is the thing everyone's focused on. Back on the lawn at UVA, some students are more passionate for the act of voting than the candidates. These three voted for Biden. Are you excited? I'm not excited about him, but I like that he at least focuses on climate policy. Some Republican students say the same. I had my concerns. He wasn't too conservative, however. Um, big fan of the tax cuts. Kara Godu, president of UVA College Democrats, organizes phone banking to voters in Virginia and battleground states across the country. She says young Democrats are motivated by Trump's 2016 win. The evidence that he can win an election, which wasn't, we didn't have that last time. It was a wake-up call for you. All right, number one, it's nothing wrong getting out to vote. There's nothing wrong getting out to vote. Why do I say that? Because if you feel like in your mind, in your heart, that you have this 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 um, feeling like, you know what? I'm going to get up early in the morning and I'm going to get dressed and I'm going to go down to the voting board. Because I feel like my vote will really, really matter. My vote can really change things. Are you serious? It's it's nothing. I'm 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 gonna be I'm gonna be for real. It's nothing wrong that if you feel like your vote really matters to these people, if you feel like you can make a difference by your by your signature and yes check mark or no or vote for senator or mayor or or governor or president. If you feel like that, well, I believe my vote, I'm going to place a vote because I believe this is going to pass. I believe this is the right person for the job. If you feel that way, go right ahead. And then once once you get home, and turn on your TV or turn on your damn cell phone and you tune in live. They reveal the uh, uh, voting polls of who got the most votes to be the next or current still reigning president. And he'd be the, and he'd be the, it'd be the whole letdown upset like, oh. But to question in your mind, do your vote really matter? Do your vote gets anywhere? It gets somewhere. It gets somewhere to put this man back in office to say, yep, I told you so. Or someone that used to live that said, ah, 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 not the right guy. <clears throat> see, people don't see at all. People don't see what goes on in the White House. No, you don't. People just see, like, majority of Americans, because America, let me tell you something about America. America right now, what's wrong with America, a few things wrong with America, our problem is, we are lazy, we are greedy, we are selfish, and we are just, just, just sick. Our education sucks, everything. American citizens, we are the most unconsiderate people on the planet right now. 
And did you know every president right now has not really solved, have not really came up with the solution to everybody's problem because someone right now is still dissatisfied. <clears throat> Can we run down the list? Now, first of all, Donald Trump. <clears throat> reason why I'm not voting for Donald Trump, one is he's a liar. Two is his own sister said, I'm his sister. We came from the exact same family. I'm his sister and I know my brother. His sister is going to say, well, <clears throat> like, like this, people don't see what they need to see. His sister going to say, well, my, my brother, he's only in it for himself. Do the rest of the world believe that? No, because you're just a damn sheep that follows behind the shepherd. <laughs> Three is <clears throat> Donald Trump, when the day he uh, uh, been president, I accept it. But when the day he been president, during his presidency, what has he shown us? What was his behavior? What was his words? People don't think about that. What he said about women, what he said about the soldiers, when he shut down the government that people was working, cannot feed their family. <clears throat> uh, he's making deals with foreign countries like Ukraine. He's doing so much. Then on top of that, the man is not even showing his tax return. Then on top of that, another thing, the man is basically on 60 minutes through a goddamn tantrum because the woman said, are you ready for the tough questions? And then he's going to turn around and flip it on her and said, you know what? People like you are so negative. How is she being so negative when she's being a journalist, an interviewer by saying things, by jotting down, jotting down things that you said, sir, and turn around and you throw it back at her. And since it's not going your way, you get up with your swoop toupee and get up. Get up and walk out the building and said, well, I had enough. This is something and people still going to vote for this man because he's Donald Trump. People still, it's just ridiculous. I said, I don't care what color you are. People, there are, there are ignorant white people and there are ignorant black people. <clears throat> I don't trust this man. I don't trust this man. He don't have a medical, a medical emergency when it comes to this COVID-19. He don't. He just has a big book of executive orders of the state. Then this man that a soldier said this, a, a soldier said this in front of the world, that Donald Trump stands in front of the world on a podium and just run his mouth. A soldier said this, right? After the, the situation that it went viral history of the George Floyd, a soldier said this, <clears throat> when the man, our president, stand in front of a church with a Bible that just says absolutely nothing, he's going to wave it with his, I think his right or left hand and say, this is the book of the state. And a soldier of uh, the military of a particular general, whatever, said, I should never even been there. Why did he say that? Well, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I'm still going to vote for him. <laughs> People are stupid. Are you serious? He tells the world to put bleach on your skin, to drink bleach, 
whatever to prevent from getting uh, this virus that's, that's basically killing people right now. Highly of like thousands of thousands of thousands of people are dying by the second by this COVID-19. This COVID-19 lies. Then he calls the, 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 the scientists idiots and dumbasses. He call. <laughs> see, people don't see what they need to see. This is a nothing but an entertainment show. Like President Obama said, because all this is, the federal government, everything is nothing but a business. That's what President Obama said, let's talk business. This man ain't talking about business, this man talking more about himself. Build up a damn wall for what reason? <laughs> to make himself great. People do not see that. People only see a man that's basically, he's famous, he got money, and there you go. <clears throat> He lied. He lied. He knows something. He knows something right now because ain't no way in the hell no president ever say we. There always been a president from JFK to Al Gore to Bill Clinton to President uh, uh, George Bush to Obama to whoever now says I would get that done. Not use words like working together like us and we. Uh. People are damn. You are a you are a damn diehard sheep, a diehard sheep. I send you out as sheep amongst the wolves in sheep's clothing. You are such a damn fool. <laughs> now, why I'm not voting for Joe Joe Biden? <clears throat> I tell you why. I looked at the debate the whole entire time. What I heard and seen, I heard with my ears and seen with my eyes. The whole entire time. They failed to bring up how to minimize what this young dude said. Hey, he focused on climate change. Sir, you're not listening. <clears throat> the whole entire time he said some, both of them said, create, create, create. Within this whole thing of a crisis called climate change. The whole entire time he said, create, create, create. Okay, when you, when you create something like new jobs within this climate change. But none of them never spoke a hard thing of a absolute thing of a solution how to stop this or minimize this climate change. That is to cut back on what coming out these factories called pollution. None. It's all about money. Number two, Joe Biden did some things too that they pulled up on, on his door. He did something with a, a particular woman, a particular woman called Grope, whatever. I don't trust neither party. Number three, they, they brought up an article that the, uh, the Democrats pay money into Planning Parenthood when it comes to young girls are basically getting pregnant and choosing to go through this whole thing of abortion. Mm, mm, mm. See, people don't see that this is all about money. Why can't you open your eyes to see that? Why can't you open your eyes to see that this is nothing but a matrix, a system of things right now that everything is going towards nine years later to this thing called Agenda 21? Why can't you see that? Because you're not open to see that. You're not open to see people. Not, people don't see what they need to see. <clears throat> this whole coronavirus People just don't see the whole chess game. You just don't see. You're just a die-hard sheep. <clears throat> just a die-hard sheep. That's that. You need to be. You need to be. You need to be 
a camera need a camera like the movie Get Out need to flash a camera in your eye. You just don't see what goes on. And in government, you just don't see. I'm not a fool. I'm not a fool. I'm not voting. I'm not I'm not damn voting. I'm not voting. I'm not doing it. I'm I will never do it. Nope. Because these are just people just running their mouth. That's it. You haven't solved climate change. The, the, how to solve climate change, like I just said, is to cut back on what you put out out of your industry of factories, sir. If you want black people uh, 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 to correct themselves, um, let's see, Caucasian people can't do it. It takes the whole hood of African Americans to do it. By the mindset of saying, uh, let's see. Uh, let's minimize this 95, 95 to 94% of black-on-black crime is to stop doing it. Just don't do it. That's that. But it's brought on by rap beers. But this whole election, to me, is nothing but entertainment. This is entertainment. That's it. It's nothing but entertainment and pull in ratings. That's it. Hate to say it. People still will be dissatisfied. You still will be dissatisfied. I really think, um, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm quite sure Donald Trump might get a second term. If he do, oh well. If Joe Biden gets, gets in, oh well. There's nothing I can do about it. But just keep, li- just keep living my life. Just keep, just keep living my life. Excuse me. Keep living my life. Going by three, three things of areas of survival to fitness. That is mental, physical, and spiritual. That's it. I'm not religious, nothing like that. I'm not religious. Don't get it twisted. I'm not religious. I'm not. I just know a few things about the Bible. I understand the Bible, what the Bible is. They tell these presidents to put their right hand on the Bible of the, uh, the what's the thing called? What's the thing called? The inauguration or something like that. And they don't, they don't stand by it. So you people do what they want to do. You do what you want to do. You do what you want to do. But it's like what? Four to five, six days left to the election on November 3rd, my birthday is like uh, November 4th, it's going to be, it's going to be nuts, watch, it's going to get worse, the storm is coming, it's going to hit the fan, thank you for listening, all that, so I got to go, you guys take care of yourselves, and stay safe, stay positive, all that, wear a mask, practice social, practice social distancing, all that, and the time right now is 6.32, and the day Right now it's Friday morning and it's October 30th, 2020. I am your host, Dre Wise, Dre Wise Conqueror. Peace and farewell. Thank you for tuning in. You can follow Dre Wise on Facebook at Jarrell Lucian. You can follow him on Instagram at Dre Wise, the number seven. You can also send Cash App donations. Lucian Jarrell, the number seven. Thank you. In the world of so many, baby girl, you are that.